Welcome back. Harper on the podcast. We're back. And I, I don't know. It's been like a year and a half or something since my last episode. But this one's special. I woke up just for this episode because my next guest is pretty pretty important, pretty, pretty up there. Star of the Netflix original Haunting of Hill House seasons one and two. Uh, you, season two, uh, going to be in the upcoming film, what, uh, what's it called? The Tarantino film. Don't tell me what it's called. I'll remember what it's called. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And also, and I think this is how I got the guest, honestly. Fellow Pensbury grad. I think my year. Maybe not my year. Anyway, Victoria Pedretti took this man to prom. My good friend, Chris Benson's back. He's here. I am here. I am back. Um, This is, I guess, a cat-friendly episode because we're in a cat-friendly house. Sure, there's two here. There's two. Somewhere. Two lady cats. They don't like me, though, so they're not around here I I don't think they're even in this room. I think they went to bed because it's the middle of the night. We woke up at 2 a.m. to record this. Yeah. It's it's bad. But I am Chris Benson. I am not Victoria Pedretti. I got to to name drop Victoria Pedretti for this. And he did actually go to prom with Victoria Pedretti. Junior prom. So not it's like Weenie Hut Junior, but right? Like wasn't prom. the big prom? Yeah, it was. It was the one that was off campus. Yeah, well, it was off campus. Yeah. So did you? So I guess did you really go to, with Victoria Pedretti then? Or are you lying to all of us? I wasn't there. I did. I did. It's in the yearbook. There are pictures in the Pensbury yearbook, and I'm not mentioned by name. <laughs> it's not, you're not. That's so funny. <laughs> the pictures literally says Victoria Pedretti and the guy that went with her. Um, and date. <laughs> yeah, it and, does say and, and date. And you don't even know if I'm her date or not because, you know, it just it could have been any random guy standing next to her. But <laughs> if you ask the general public, it was me. Yeah. It was me. I was the guy. And now I'm on this podcast for the second time. Right. And no one – and at once – so people probably listened to the intro to this and they were like, oh, word, like, Victoria Brady's going to be on. And then as soon as I – it wasn't her, people stopped listening. Well, so people never matter. listen longer than 90 seconds. No, people don't, except for when they're on. So, Callum, thanks. And Tyler probably listens, too. And maybe not. I mean, I was on before, and I listen. Yeah, you were on. Yeah. yeah. I listen. You listen? I, I'm on the show, and I listen to the show. Wow. I do. I listen. I like to have at least one view per week. So, I... Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and if it's not here, it's Australia, right? Yeah. I should open this with a song. There should be a song in the beginning of, of the podcast. You know, it's one thing I really think it's been missing. It's like, why not have a song? Every good podcast has a little tune, and I'm just like, hello, I'm Danny. Well, oh, also, did I even say that? Uh, hello, this is Danny. <laughs> I'm Danny. This is Harper on the podcast. We're not really, we're not a real podcast. This is, oh, and I see a cat now. I really need to have, like, an opening song. Well, I had to, maybe I'm dropping the ball on this, because if you recall from Harper and the Podcast, Season 1, Episode 7, cat-friendly episode featuring Chris Benson, and I am Chris Benson, on Harper and the Podcast, Episode 9, the Not Victoria Pedretti episode, um, Danny told me, because, you know, I'm a good old choir boy, uh, he asked me to write a song, and I didn't write a song, so here I am to justify all the reasons that he should use somebody else's music as a song. So, before we started recording... Then we were just spitballing about an opening song, and Chris mentioned Matthew Schuler, who we know and are pretty friendly with. We are, and I don't know if you all know Matthew Schuler. He was on The Voice, and I he, think it was season five. Season the five, was he was uh, final six. He went final six. He was considered the first ever the... voice save. Yes, 
the first ever voice save. When and that's we the only it. reason my mom has a Twitter. We did it, you guys. We saved him. We saved Matthew Schuler <laughs> for one episode. We did it, though, <laughs> but we did it. Um, yeah, he had the fastest four chair turn in voice history. Yeah. With Call Serp, he hit number one on iTunes for Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. He's not paying us at all to say these things. No, we just love giving him free publicity because you know what? He's a really quality guy. Well, I've known him for most of my life. You have. I've I went I've known him since elementary school. I was in the same grade as his sister. Our parents were friends. Um, another reason we bring him up is that within the first five minutes of the show, I get to name drop two pretty high profile people. And that's what it's about. And I know them personally. Well, I've met Victoria twice, both by Chris introducing us. Probably introduced us both times, honestly. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. She doesn't she don't, she don't know who I am. Matt should know who I am. I don't know if Victoria still knows who I am. I'm probably a distant memory because, you know, she's all Hollywood and I'm on Harper in the podcast. She probably was like, oh, who did I go to prom with? And then she was like looking like in the in the yearbook to, to find your name. <laughs> and it just says Victoria Pedretti and date. So she has no idea. She still to this day was like, what is that guy's name? He was really tall. He was tall and weird and never knew what to do with his hands. I and in the picture, you still you I don't, don't know, know what to do. My you're hands. reaching like three stories above her. For so like, I'll post the picture's gonna be on Twitter. I'll post the picture. Harpern, cat Harpern cast, Twitter at Harpern cast. That was difficult to say. It'll be up there, so follow that while you're looking for the picture. Absolutely, and that's where you'll find the picture. If you follow it, you'll find the picture, and you will find a picture of me, where I'm just referred to as Dave. Yeah, and you may be on Instagram, too. You'll follow it. Because we get consistent seven likes on those pictures. Are we two of the seven? I don't like the pictures myself. Maybe I do. I don't know. I don't do know I even I... follow myself? I don't know if I I'm like the horrible. I didn't prepare for this at all. This has been like... So, this is like an impromptu somewhat episode. Because he was back in town. We're back in our hometown Yardley right now. And he left this place in the dust. He doesn't care about it anymore. Oh, I don't wow. even know if he even remembers how to spell it. But he came home, and he texted me as he was going to be home, and I was like, yo, episode? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, word, I'll prepare. This is like eight days ago. I was like, word, I'll prepare. Nothing. Did absolutely no preparation. He, again, brought notes in a nice, what is that? What is that? I guess they call it like a portfolio. Like a, like it's a, like a binder. Yeah, like a real nice, like a pen, two pens already inside. Like that's how you know. Two notebooks. Two notebooks. It's unreal. I, it, it isn't my show anymore. This is this is not. He What's, has it's notes. Not my show either. I'm just happy to be here. And if you listen to episode seven, I think I said that about fifteen times. If anyone wants a podcast, or this is sponsor one, I'm not making any money off this. I think that's part of the problem. Is that I I have a real job I have to do every day. You're not making. It, you're paying me to be on this, and you're not making any money to be on it. I'm not paying you to be on this. Wow. I whatever snacks you can find in the pantry between when I stop recording and when I kick you out, that's what you that's your payment. That's fair. Whatever you can just snack. I think there's some cookies in there. Ooh. There's a tasty cake in there. Ooh. Tasty cake, you've been name dropped. You're targeted now. Come sponsor us. Philadelphia based Tasty Cake. Uh yeah. the Tasty Cake Studios, WIP. Okay. I don't know anything. So anyway, how have you been? You're between jobs right now. Tell us about that. Did yeah. you fired? Did you get fired? Uh, no, I Is this not. your heartbreak story? You got fired. So Chris got fired from his job. I did not get fired. I, I decided to switch companies, and I'm currently about to start a job with another company. And I'm not going to name drop either company, but uh, they are just two companies that do two different things that companies would do as companies. 
I would name drop. I don't know either of them. And his first one, he's talked about multiple times, and I've asked him multiple times. Still have no idea what it is. I, what, I don't know. H&R Block? I don't even know what it was. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going from sales to customer service, right. so I'm just going to deal with people yelling at me more. Um, probably less happy people this time, but obviously I'm getting a raise. Dude, congratulations. Yeah. So maybe I will sponsor the Maybe podcast. I was just going to say, not listen, I have no shame. I'll ask you. You want to sponsor a podcast? Um, no, I actually want to This podcast has been brought to you by... <laughs> viewers like you, because I am one of the yeah. only viewers. It's true. It's true. I have a third of my viewers sitting right next to me. It's great. Wow. All right, but now let's get into the real reason why you're here. Let's get the inside scoop on Victoria Pedretti. This is like, you're not going to find this anywhere else. If she wants to sue... Ruin my life. Whatever. Go ahead. Chris, What? tell us. What's going on? The Haunting of Hill House. Why was it haunted? Um, yeah, so we went to the same high school together, and it was my sophomore year and her junior year, and we met. You know, Not only was I a good old peaceful choir boy, but I also did some acting as well, so you know I was just absolutely the most popular kid in school. He auditioned. They actually auditioned for the same role. We did. Me and Victoria were auditioning for the same roles, and that's how we met. Um, I would do a little bit of cross-dressing here and there. Right. Um, and anything, any, honestly, any role. It doesn't matter. You'll do anything. Yeah. You'll I put on I whatever. No shame. I have put absolutely on whatever you gotta put on. zero shame at this point. Uh, but we, we met, and we started talking, and I was just head over heels. You know, I'm, I'm like 15 years old, still hadn't held a hand yet. Um, it, I uh, wish I watched anything she was in so I could relate to it, but... She was very, very talented. Like, and and that's the one thing that I do want to say is that I just don't do scary things. I'm a little bitch. I don't do scary things. It's not, it's not that scary, but apparently season two is going to be scarier. Oof! Uh, you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Oof! <laughs> Chris Benson has stated he texted Victoria and said, "How scary is it going to be?" And she said, "Pretty, pretty scary." <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't been in contact with her for at least six years. So this is the absolute peak. When that show became famous was the first time that I think I had said her name in about four years. <laughs> because people were like, oh my gosh, this Haunting of Hill House show is great. And I'm like, oh, you know the girl Nell on that show? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I went to high school with her. They're like, what? You know? And I was like, yeah, I went to junior prom with her. They're like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I took her to my sophomore form. And they're like, what? Yeah. And, and they're like, like, did like, you hook up? And you were like, oof. Uh, <laughs> you see, I hadn't held a hand yet. And not even like Calm Devaney leaving the hand out there. For no one to grab. Um, no one's going to get that. No one's going to get that unless they listen to the last episode. They should, which you should. Yes, episode eight. Calm doesn't curse. Uh, but this guy. I, I pay attention and I try to name drop as much as possible. But basically the story was that I, I developed feelings for her. And I guess that I was just like the nice, innocent guy that would do whatever she wanted. And so she just kind of held me along, along long enough. Uh, so when she needed some attention, she'd be like, hey, Chris, what's wow, up? We are They are not making her sound good right now. Uh, she is incredibly talented. She is <laughs> the nicest girl you'll ever meet, and she's never going to listen to the podcast. You're so. right. She won't. She but won't no, she, she really, truly is a very, very talented actress, and clearly I'm not on TV, and I'm currently unemployed. Um, so I guess my heartburn is that I really dropped the ball on that one. And Did you, like, ask her out, and she was like, oof, no? Or, like... Yeah. Like, okay, because, like, going to, like, junior prom and, like, sophomore, what, sophomore formal, or what it was called, or whatever? Yes, correct. Like, do those mean anything at all? Like, death, like, you could bring anyone, but then, like, what happens next? What happens after? Yeah, so she 
had asked me to her junior prom. Strong start. Strong start. And I was like, oh, she's got to have feelings for me. <laughs> she has to. And the real story is that... I don't know this story, you guys. I don't know where this is going, honestly. He might cry. I don't, I don't know if I sound pathetic here or not. I don't know if it's this okay. is... It's okay. Honestly, shine me in good light. I don't know if you listen to the show. I don't sound good. You sound good. I don't make myself up to be a hero. So she had actually started dating somebody who was going to the junior prom with somebody else and she needed a non-threatening male (laughs) to bring along (laughs) to be her date she she needed like someone who like she knew wouldn't touch her (laughs) and as you all know and you'll see from the picture she found it i don't know what to do with my hands ever she found it and so i didn't know that she was with somebody and so like she had asked me and I, like, confessed how I felt. And that's when she was like, oh, honey. Ooh. <laughs> and she told me. But then the story, like, comes around because her and this guy break up. Oh. Another guy? Probably I don't not. think so, no. Probably not. No. I won't have him on then. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, but her and this guy break up, and she starts, like, talking to me again. And so I'm like... Long game, because like we were yeah. definitely playing the long game. Oh yeah, big time. Big yeah, time. yeah. You're like, oh, well, well, well played, Vic. But yeah. I saw, <laughs> I see, I, I, I'm with it. Yeah, and so then you know she was single again, and we started talking again. I took the opportunity for sophomore formal, and it just, it just went nowhere after that. But I get to say that I went to two school function dances with a person who is now famous. You could go so far as say that you went on two dates with that person. I, I was. Her you date. were only one date I away. I was her date from touching your bathing suit areas. Wow, you're only one date away. You hate to see it. You really do. Yeah. So I guess I fumbled the bag on that one. I could be, you know, the the arm candy for a person who's Netflix famous, but now I'm just arm candy for a scientist. But she's lovely, though. Oh, she she's is lovely. very nice. She's much nicer than Victoria, who's very I, nice. I will have. I'm gonna have your girlfriend on one of these days, and I'm not gonna tell you when, and it'll be a big shock to you. And, and that will be the first podcast I don't listen to. And that <laughs> that will be the first, you won't even know it exists. No. But I'll have her on, and we'll come and we'll just talk about you and how that goes f- for the whole you season long. two starring Victoria Pajetti. Yeah, we're gonna talk about we'll, we'll talk about season one, we'll talk about season two, and then we're gonna have season three you starring Chris Benson. Wow. So am I like the threatening male who is going around killing girls? Because well, killing girls with my looks. Oof. Oof. But we're we have pretty strong relationships with celebrities. We do. We do. We started, and we should make this like a group again. I mean, we should make it like an actual like Facebook or a Twitter or another thing. Because he would acknowledge our existence. He, again. he probably would acknowledge our existence. Chris Kanopka. Professional. I'll say it again. Chris Kanopka. Not Chris Benson. Not Chris Benson. Chris Kanopka, who I'm sure most of you, I'm I don't know. If you're a soccer fan, you might have heard of him. He is a professional goalkeeper, and he made. A splash in Scotland. I think he actually won the Scottish pri- or the Irish pri- Irish or Scottish, and then I think he was playing on a champion side for a little bit. And now I think bit. he's back in the United States. He's back in the United States now. His wife is gorgeous. His wife is gorgeous. Congratulations to the Kanakas because yeah. we knew him before they were married, and now they're married. And I got to comment congratulations on a Facebook post because we're Facebook friends and we follow each other on Twitter and Instagram, and we started the Chris ben- the Chris Benson. We started the Chris Kanopka fan club, and that made waves. We we made t-shirts up. 
Uh, we did make t-shirts up, and I still have mine in my closet right now. I also and it's have mine. Literally a neon, a bright like a neon orange t-shirt, which is like a really poorly done, I feel like, <laughs> print on of his face. <laughs> so we literally and we wrote like in Sharpie or something, like Kanabka fan club. We did, and we went to a Philadelphia Union game, which is who he played for when we started this, and we wore the shirts. And actually, who was it? Who was the former Adriana Lacy? No, no, no. Adriana Lacy was a security guard. Security guard, I say. No, she wasn't. Right? She like field press, wasn't she? Like was a, she field press? She was I thought she was like like. A, all right, well, she, yeah, but that's not like who I was talking yeah. about. That's not what I was talking about. Who Heather Mitts? Heather Mitts. Heather Mitts, formerly of the U.S. Women's National Team, asked us for a picture, and that was we peaked then. Like she approached us wearing our shirts, and she's like, "Oh my god, can I get a picture with you guys?" And we were like. Um. Yes, everybody's like, are we getting punked right now? Like, and she literally on her phone got a picture of us. She did. And Andrea Lacey was she worked there field press, and also Steve, Steve the the Steve uh, the athletic trainer was a, Steve the athletic trainer played a huge part in this, and he actually got married too. Congratulations, he did, Steve. And, and we were able to congratulate Steve as well. Yeah, and we he has since moved on from Philadelphia Union. Yes, and yes. as so has, uh, as as has. Is that that it? Yes. Chris Kanopka. But we, Chris Kanopka, we talked to him after the game. Nice guy in the world. That's why we became fans. He he promised us. He said, hey, you guys, I'm going to give you guys jerseys the next game you come to. I will. I'm going to do it. Because he was going to give it to us then. But then, like, there was, like, some kid. It was, like, some kid wanted his jersey. And, like, we were con- we weren't, we were still younger, but we were, like, adults probably still. Like, probably, probably might have been 18-ish. Maybe uh, a little well, bit younger. I think 16 or 17, 16, 17. But he came out and gave us each like, a pair of goalie gloves. He did was, give us goalie gloves, and he was going to give us a jersey. Stuff. But there was, like, some, like, six-year-old that wanted to do his jersey. You know? I was going to say six-year-old pulls rank mm-hmm. for some reason. I bet that six-year-old has no idea where that shirt is. You know where mine is? Hanging on my wall. Mine's also hanging on my wall. Yeah, so we did eventually get jerseys. Cut to the end of that story. However, Chris Kanopka slid in my DMs on Twitter. Because he got traded. The, the story actually goes that he was like, next game you come to, I'm going to give you jerseys. And he got traded. He did. And we were devastated. And he, he slid in my DMs and late one night. And I was like, oh, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, I want to give you guys tickets. Just let me know when the next game you're free. And we're like, we're free Saturday. Like, this, like, we, have, like we are 17. We're free all the time. We have no lives. We haven't discovered women yet. We, well, we discovered Heather Mitts. We discovered, yeah, that and, like, porn. But uh, whatever. <laughs> that's that's for the nights. My days I'm, my days I'm open, but uh, so we went to the union game, and we were like at the end of the game we were like, oh Chris Kanopka promised us jerseys, but he was traded. And we were like, how are we gonna get these fucking jerseys? And so, these, these fuckers. <laughs> and so we con- we just happened to see this guy who was the athletic trainer, and it was Steve. We learned his name was Steve, and we were like, hey, so I don't know if there's any way to prove this to you. Other than you, slot like scrolling through my Twitter, <laughs> but Chris Kanopka did promise us game jerseys, and he said that he left two behind in his locker for the Kanopka guys. For the Kanopka guys, yeah, because we were known around the stadium as the Kanopka guys because we wear these obnoxious orange shirts with some. Yeah, I'll face post on them. those pictures too. Yeah, because whatever, just for you to like and retweet. Yeah, I will like and retweet. Maybe that. Dan will too. Wow, Dialect Four, um, <laughs> Vinny D. Vinny D. <laughs> Links on his presser. And um, 
What were we talking, talking about? All right. And so he called. And honestly, this was like the coolest thing that ever happened to me up at that point. I, I don't know why it was so cool. And I don't know even if you even like cared about this. He just pulled out his phone and just called Chris Kanafka. And I was like, wait, he like, they have each other. Like, they have cell phones? Like, they, like I didn't know what I thought. <laughs> because I was still using like a Motorola Razor. Right. Or, like my uh, Samsung Flip. I just. Yeah. But he called Chris Kanafka. And he was like, hey, the Kanaka guys like are saying, like, you have shirts for them? Or, like, what's going on here? And I guess Chris said some words. And Steve said, sit right there. And he went into the locker room. We said, okay, we're right here. And it was, like, cutting it close, too. Like, they have, like, a, like a timer on the field of, like, how long fans can stay before that they got to get out of here. And it's, like, 90 minutes or something. And it was, like, it was like two. Yeah. Like, it was cutting it close. Like, I think we got, like, he came back out, like, 40 seconds left. Like, he dilly-dallied. And full on dilly dally, and he came out with like the shirts like tucked under his own shirt, like behind. Yeah, his it was back. in his jacket or something, something like that. Like he was like trying to like prank us, and then he like pulled them out, and it was just like we like we had won the World Cup, or like the way we like praised these jerseys. Like Chris Kanopka, we haven't forgotten. We still love you, and we're gonna bring back the fan club. I, I do want to note as well that uh, his best friend on the team was Michael Hood, and. The free the free tickets that we got were under Mike LaHood's name. Right. And about like thirty seconds after Steve like brings out these jerseys, Mike LaHood comes out and is like, Oh, oh got pictures too. He was like, Oh, you guys got your jerseys? And yeah. we're just like, Well, you were no help. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think we got yeah. the jerseys? Like, you didn't help at all. <laughs> like we could just walk in the locker room and get them. Like but, yeah. but thank you, Mike LaHood, who Mike um, LaHood. A quality guy. Quality guy. I he was playing for Cincinnati. And this is the most sports talk we've had on this. Just by me saying playing for Cincinnati yeah. is the most sports talk that Harper and the podcast has ever heard. I've got some sports topics. For this We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do some sports. But he played for Cincinnati, and then they got granted the MLS team, and I was so stoked to have him in MLS again. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm gonna go see him. I'm going to meet him again. He's like, yo, it's me. It's your boy. And he'll remember exactly who I am. Yeah. And your he boy. Then, yeah, it's your boy. Yeah. How many boys could he possibly have? And he got traded again. Uh, I don't even remember where he's playing right now. I think it was San Antonio or Las Vegas or something. Maybe something like that. It wasn't yeah. Las Vegas. No. Sorry. Because we had a friend try out for Las Vegas, so I think he would have told us if Mike LaHood was there. And But but Chris Kafka, I believe, played for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Last I checked, he played for the Rowdies. I think he's still down in Florida, correct? So that is a great excuse to get down there. Yes, Chris Kanaka, wherever you are, we are going to find you. And to anyone out there who wants to start a fan club, for any sort of professional or semi-professional athlete, find the third-string goalkeeper, the guy who basically spends more time greeting the fans and smiling and kicking balls around because he would just, like, be goalkeeper training. We'd be standing there before the game just being like, Kanaka, you're awesome! And he'd, oh, like, yeah. wave at us. But, honestly, nicest down-to-earth guy I'd ever meet. Definitely a guy who deserves fandom. Um, praise good people, not just good players. Yeah, I want to have him on. We're going to have him on. We're going to have him on. On your podcast. We are going to have him on. You will have him on. <laughs> no, you'll be here. I might be another guest if I can yeah. get a third try. So we're going to have... So who, so what's 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 our lineup going to be? We're going to have Chris Kanaka on. Matt Schuller's coming on. Victoria Pedretti's coming on. Probably I'm going to get... No, I am. It's going to happen. And I'm going to get her side of the story. And she's going to make you some villain. I'm, I didn't even want to make her a villain. She's. You didn't make her a villain at all. You actually made yourself sound pretty fucking low. And I'm really sad but you she's famous dude (laughs) yeah no totally but i'm gonna get i'm gonna get hers i'm gonna have i have i'm booked for the next four episodes which apparently at this rate will be (laughs) three years over over the span (laughs) of a year and a half 
And so, uh, what, you think you have an opening for me in, like, August of 2021? Yeah, I'd probably have to in there. I don't know. I think, I'm sure by then, Conan O'Brien would want to be on, or Mark um, Marin or, um, yeah, Whatever you, know. you guys say. Right. Rivers Cuomo will come <laughs> on. I've been to two Weezer's concerts now, so, um, we're pretty much pals. Yeah, that's how you become friends with somebody. You stalk them. I was sat in the fourth row, and I didn't tell anybody this, but in the beginning of the show, I reached my hand up to him as if to, like, grab him, and he reached down to me. So basically, he's coming on the show. Did he throw a shirt at you? He did not throw a shirt at me. Shirt at me. David Murphy of Six ABC News threw a shirt at me. What kind of shirt was it? It was a it was a long sleeve t shirt, and it just had Six ABC News on it, and it had like an old timey television set. And I actually am kind of shitty for this because I think he was aiming for like one of the kids next to me, and I just made like the most athletic catch of my life. I was just insane. Oh, do, OBJ just like you know behind. So the head. so there was no one yet sitting in front of us. And uh, because there are only three rows in front of us, haha. And uh, he tossed the T-shirt like a like a football toss, almost like really hard, like whipped it, like kind of to a kid. And I reach over the seat real quick and I snagged it. And he actually even like was like, "Yo, nice catch!" Like from stage, like into the mic, like told me it was a great catch. So I was like, "That's awesome." It's it's like when a guy catches a baseball at a game while holding a baby. It or, was or it beer. Was, it was actually more impressive than that. I can't explain why to you, but it was. But the first thing I did, and I felt bad because there was a, it was going right to like the kids next to me, and I reached out and, and like grabbed that, and I opened it up, and the first thing I think I said was like, ah, it's too small, I'll never wear this, and I folded it back up and just kept it in my lap the whole show. <laughs> like, literally that kid was probably like, oh, that's cool, it probably would fit perfectly for me. But my dad has it now, it will fit my dad, so if that kid's listening, it's not getting wasted, my dad has it. I have a question for you, actually, this is something, I, another sports type of conversation. Um, so in terms of catching like a baseball at a game, when's an appropriate time to keep it? And when do you be the good guy and give it to a kid? So I also think about this because when you're younger, like when you're sub 18, like you get that ball, like it's all yours. But I feel like there's a certain there's point a, in your there's life. There's a gray, there's a gray area there. Like in, in between like 20 and 40, but, because like once you're above 40, you probably got like your own kid right. or something or, you know, you're... I, you're in-laws, you know. I'm a little bitter, though, because when I was younger, I actually had the chance to go out of baseball. I did a Phillies game. It was my family and, and an old friend's family. And it was so me and him, me and my friend like the young, were the youngest. And we I were pretty young, maybe like 13, maybe, like pretty young. And a, there was like a foul ball that went over our heads, but it was like a Phillies game, and it wasn't like super, super packed house. So like there were some empty seats. And so this, it went up to like a, like a, like a walking level, you know? Mm-hmm. Where there's no seats, so I get in my seat and I sprint up there, and I'm like about the ball's pretty much in my hand, like I'm about to get it, and this dude who was like an, I don't know, thirty maybe in his forties, just trucks me. I'm like a little kid, and this dude like just trucks me, like throws an elbow, picks up the ball and runs off, and and that and I'm never on a ball, and so now it's like, I deserve. To punch a kid. I think I need to punch a child. Well, I got trucked at a Phillies game when was a ball it, came. Was it time. me? Was no, it, me? it was you, me, and our friend Colin Murphy, another third of the listeners of the podcast. We were casually walking around the stadium. Oh, yes. And this ball came, and like I was saying there, you hear the contact, and we're like, oh, that ball is going pretty far. And we're like, oh, that ball is coming right at us. And they're like, no, seriously, it's coming right at us. And we're walking on the concourse. And this ball takes a jump. Like a bounce, 
Yeah, that ball the hopped. Cool that, legs. Ball, that ball hopped. grew legs, cool a man. Oh yeah. Um, and just hopped. And all three of us are standing there, and this random dude runs over, and of all three of us, decides that I'm gonna shove that kid. Didn't he slide? He like tried to slide at first, got up, and he shoved me, and then like ran after the ball. Did and he... none of us were like seriously going after it. We were all just kind of like standing there, like, "Oh, this happens to be coming near us." Like, yeah, we. It, it was like, "Oh, we're not gonna get that, but we're gonna throw a hand up just because." Yeah, and, and we this, all knew and that. Out of was nowhere, not this guy just like trucked into me. I do remember that actually. And none of us got the ball. None, none of us. Not even that, that guy. guy got the ball. I think that guy took more time in the slide. Like, if he didn't slide, he might have had the ball. He might have had the ball. But he yeah. was like, "I'm gonna be cool with this. I'm gonna slide into that guy." Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy, tell you what, right now, that guy, not coming on the show. Nope. Not coming on the show. <laughs> okay, so to answer my so you think you're due for a ball. You think I that think if you I get am. a ball, you see, my opinion is that I think if you catch a home run ball, you deserve it. Like you if you it. if you and, and if it's a foul ball and you make some like sick like one handed catch, you know, you deserve that. But I think that if it's like a ball tossed into the crowd, True. or like, if that or if it bop, if it hits off a seat and you grab it, um, and especially I think if you go to a major league versus minor leagues, I think is a very big True. thing too. If you're at a minor league game, dude, I don't care who you are, give that ball to the kid, because you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna go home. You're gonna put on your mantle. You're never gonna look you're at gonna, it. You're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose it. That kid's gonna lose it too. But like, you're gonna lose it's gonna it. mean like, the world. You're gonna lose it worse. And <laughs> you're gonna look like a really good guy. You look. Like- a really good guy. And nothing gets you more girls than being a really good guy. <laughs> yeah, make sure you hang on to that ball long enough for the camera to come on you. And then you pass the ball off. To a kid. Because if you just give that ball to the kid and no one sees it, then it's like you might as well just punch that kid in the face. You gotta hold back. it up. You gotta, like, yeah. grab the microphone from, like, one of the camera guys. Be like, yeah. hey, kid, here's the ball. Yeah. Hello. It's yours. Hello, Hello. kid, I don't Hello, know. adorable child. Here <laughs> and, is ball. And this is non-predatorial or anything. Um, it's just, right. it's just right. giving a kid a ball. Just getting hit a ball. Yeah, but I so I I like to think I would give a I would give a kid a ball. And I whenever I go to games, I think all right. In certain situations, it's like I'll I'll I'll, I'll look at a kid sitting near me. I'm like that kid's pine. If I get a ball, it's that kid's ball. But there are certain situations like yeah, you're at like home run balls, like important home run balls. Yeah, Those are yeah. yours. I, I think, I, your, think it's, it's I think it's circumstantial. But, but I, the last Phillies game I went to, I know because I was like we went to go watch BP, and we were, and our seats just happened to be in the outfield, so we, we were getting balls. And I noticed that every single time someone, like, just got nailed with a ball, whoever ended up with it would give the person who got hit. Like, now it just seems that it's customary to give an injured person who, from, like, not injured, but, like, someone who got hit by the ball the ball. But if you get hit with a ball, you can catch the ball. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. If that ball hits your body, you could have got hands to it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And if it hits you in the hands and you drop it, you're not, you don't deserve it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I watched a guy get nailed in the chest, and you could hear the thump. It was horrible. I'm pretty sure it, like, it had to have cracked his chest. He didn't deserve that ball. It was right in his chest. It's, you know, and then the person who got the ball, picked it up, walked up the steps to him, here's your ball. And later on, we asked that guy, we were like, yo, like, can we see your chest? And he took his shirt off. It was pretty messed up. It was purple. It was disgusting. It, yeah, it was horrible. And, but anyway... I was gonna get into a little segue with this. I work for a company that is run by a very, very, very rich man, and he's there. Nice guy in the world too. Very nice guy. Yeah. And his kids all work there, and these kids are like older, like probably like in their forties. And um, I was talking to his one son, who's like my boss, kind of. 
and he was like talking about baseball games and you could just tell this guy grew up rich like you could tell that this dude has never known struggle in his life at all like his dad was rich long before he was like born or at least old enough where it like didn't matter and he was like oh yeah like if you if you are at a baseball game and you're over the age of like 25 and you keep that ball in my situation like you're a dick like there's no reason for you to keep that ball and he was like i have like i have like dozens of baseballs from major league games like i like when i was a kid i would get them and now it's like if i get a ball i give it to a kid every single time and it's like he doesn't i don't think this guy knows that that's like a rare like no one has dozens of balls from games unless like some important shit has happened like i have one i don't have any and you were there when i got my one was that there when you got your one I yeah mean, it was it was during bp and the pitcher uh, for the yeah. phillies jake yeah, diekman jake Jake diekman still Deakman. in the majors Plays for the A's now. Um, he does, and I was literally just in the outfield, just yelling, "Deke, yeah, Deke!" And he turned around. He's like, "Are you really that big of a fan?" I was like, "You got a cool name." And he was yeah. like, "Next ball, I got you." I do remember that. And I had to work for that, and that's the only one I have. And I, I was, I, I, I think I was in line tuning another one. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, come on." That's like he's like, "This is awkward now." It's like, yeah, there was three of us yeah. there, and you know, he only gave one ball. So Jake Deakman will have it on the show. Well, this is how every single time we bring up someone, I'm gonna be. Like, I'm gonna like either like, invite. I'll decide in the moment when they're coming on. I think that's fair. I have a few from minor league games. I, I was at a minor league game a couple weeks ago, and twice the same elderly woman got nailed with a ball. But it was like the ball came off the back, it hit off like a railing of a section over, and came down and hit her in the shoulder. And the first time, people are like, "Oh my god!" But the second time it happened, one distinct guy yelled. Do you learn your lesson the first time? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and uh, I mean, is that fair? Is that fair to yell at this older woman? Yeah, should, totally. should they have gotten different seats? I, should she have been paying attention more? I went to a game recently, and the dude next to me caught two home run balls. Like, maybe even more. Like, he just, like, kept catching. I remember he just, like, kept... Actually, it wasn't recently. Recently, the guy next to me caught a home run ball, and that kind of sucks. I didn't get it. But... When I was younger, this happened. When I was younger, this dude caught, like, three, like, at least. And I remember just, like, sitting close enough to him where I could look at him and be like, hey, like, hey, I'm a child. Like, that ball matters to me, and you have three. Like, can I yeah, have you're, that? Yeah, you're, like, looking like, your dad, like, you yeah. know, catch me a ball, dad. Why yeah. And I just remember, like, watching him being like, hey, like, I deserve one of those just for being younger than you, I think. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know, but... My boss's family, they have done, and they're paired. Like, my boss, like, my boss was just golfing with uh, Chase Utley the other day, actually. Like, just kind of hanging out with Chase Utley. So, I don't know. But, yeah, to answer your question, I'll probably keep the baseball. I think, okay, you're due for one, and I think that's very fair. Unless it's a player from the other team, then I'll be like, all right, whatever. Like, if it's not a team I'm rooting for, and it's like a foul ball or a home run ball that really just lost us the game, I'll be like, all right, here, here, child. I think that's I think that's fair. I think everyone deserves one. I think that if I got a home run ball or if it was a foul ball and I made a really like like come on, if I'm 40 years old and I'm the dude who has like a beer in one hand and catches the ball and then I chug the beer, I'm gonna keep that ball and hold it up because I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, remember when I was on TV and I caught that ball and everyone saw it and I was on Sports Center and I was on Harper in the podcast, like yeah, well that's obviously they knew you from yeah, Harper that's what, you know they'll, they'll be like, oh guy from Harper in the podcast catches ball. But, 
I don't know. I still think it depends on the kids around. If, if it's, like, a nice kid, like, if they're running around screaming, begging for cotton candy. Yeah. I might keep that ball. I might throw the ball at the kid. And then yeah. it's like, hey, I tried. I tried giving that ball, and it just bounced off your nose. I can't help it. It's bleeding. It's not my <laughs> fault. You know, like, but... Anyway, what 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 let's what's what else we doing? Um, let's, let's go somewhere else with this. Yeah, so me and Danny once went shopping, Ooh. and we were in a Models, and you you know when you're kids and you're younger, and the mall is like the place to go to hang out. Your parents are like, I'll take you to the mall. But this was a special night because this was the Nishamani Mall. This was the Nishamani. This mall. was a special night. This was not our local mall. This was like. This was like we decided in advance that we we're gonna up our game. Like let's like let's really treat ourselves. So our mall, there's no movie theater in the mall. The movie theater is across a parking lot. But the Nishamni Mall, the, the Nishamni movie, mall. the Nishamni Mall, the movie theaters inside the mall. Inside, that's that's like that is like a night out. It had a carousel in the mall. It did have a carousel. Don't think anyone ever in the history of ever anybody wrote it but it was no. always going yeah always going around it was like alright Nishamni we get it you have like a mall like yeah. we get it yeah but we were at the Nishamni mall and we were in a Models Models can, can I can I make this decision right now Models you will not be on the podcast Models you won't be on the podcast um, and unless we were... you give us money to sponsor it I'll listen like I said like I said earlier before but talking about Tucky Cheese like five episodes ago my opinions can be bought <laughs> I will sell out so hard. Right now, this is this is a very con model story. You give me five bucks, models, I'll sponsor you till the day I die. That's fair. Anyway, yeah. So we were in the models, and we were basically like, okay, we got some, you know, got some time. We gotta kill. We probably had a movie scheduled because you know you'd only really go to the Shamney Mall if you were going to a movie, right? Right. And so we're like, okay, we got like an hour until the movie, and so we were going like around the whole store. And we had intention of buying things. I think I was going to buy some, like, baseball cards or something, which are all the I way up by the register. specifically wanted a football because I either didn't have one or just lost mine or just popped mine or something. But I do remember specifically, like, planning to leave that store with a football. So we had intentions. We, we were customers. By definition, we were customers of the store. And I guess that we had lingered around long enough that they made us to believe that, like, we were just loitering. Yeah, which is we illegal horrible or unlawful. We, were, we should have been arrested, honestly. And they came up to us and they're like, oh, you need help finding anything? Like, no, no. And they're like, okay, well, you've been in this store long enough. You need to get out. We got kicked out of a Models. We got kicked out of a Models. Models. Gotta go to Moe's. Gotta go to Models. No, don't go there. They kicked us out. I also didn't know that was a thing, and I just really threw me off when you started singing. I didn't know they had a song. They have a tune? I didn't know they, they have a tune. tune. You, like, you don't have a song, but Models has a song. It's embarrassing. And who is Models? Like, you're not dicks. No. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're just... You, if you're in a mall, like... What, like... No one, no one's dying to go to Models. No one, ha- no one wants to go to that big blowout sale at Models. Yeah, you like, know, man, I'd rather go to what's what's the one in Philly? Uh, Four Man Mills. That's the that's isn't isn't that like a wasn't a mattress place you just yelled out? No, Four Man Mills is like a sports salad store. I know there's Rally House. That's kind of cool that's place. that's a newer one. It's a newer one. That's a newer one. The point is, your Models. Models. No one's getting in line for the new shipment of Model items. Have you ever banned anyone from the podcast before? I never, I've never banned anyone from the podcast. Can I ban someone from the podcast? You ban the Models manager? I'm just mm-hmm. gonna ban Models. That guy who kicked us out. That guy was like, "Yeah, you guys gotta go." 
Like he actually said that we were like doing like he gave us read like he was like you're you're climbing on shit and it's like and we were not we were like not. like like I've seen kids act disruptful in stores and we were literally like okay maybe we were touching everything but we weren't like grabbing the baseball bats and like swinging them at each yeah. other we were like oh this is fine cedar yeah, and this yeah, is you guys are climbing fine. on everything so you got to get out all right first of all you're way too proud to be working at Models like <laughs> I, I can't even. Like, like that's like his career. Like his career is checking kids out when they like not, oh, not like that. Like when they buy, like <laughs> when they buy shit, like checking them out at the at the register. Like his career, like he puts on his mode, his blue collared model shirt proudly and puts on like his fucking models hat. I don't know. Do they wear hats there? I don't know. I don't go there anymore. I got kicked out, so I don't go there anymore. I haven't been to one since. I have not actually. I really haven't. And I think for a very long time, every time I pass one, I like send you a picture of it. Like I'm no, like the enemy. <laughs> the enemy, yeah. We we actually so not only do we form fan clubs, but we form coalitions against yeah, organizations. Honestly, dicks, if you're listening and you want to team up against Models, not that they matter to you at all, but like you, you we helped you run Sports Authority out of business. We can help you run Models out of Sports business. Sports Authority was the other one I was trying to think of. I got you. Sports Authority. It doesn't matter now, you didn't have any. Yeah. But sports like you're not sports authority. Yeah. Like, like come on. Like if you, like if Models went out of business, I think no waves would be made. No, no one, no one, They could. They might even be out of business. If anyone wants to do some, one. if anyone wants to do some research, are Models still in business? Is the Models in the Chamonix Mall still in business? And if it's not, it's probably because your kid can customers out. <laughs> we were gonna buy things, and actually, it, this haunts me. I did buy something. This haunt, I wish I didn't. We went back because I was like, I remember like me and you had the conversation. I was like, Yo, Chris, like. I really did want a football, and I really did want to like play football tomorrow, and I want to buy one. And so I remember I went back for the football, and we walked into the store, and the dude got, he was like, no, get out, get out. He was like really at the door, and I was like, dude, I really need to buy this football. And I remember walking over to it, picking it up, like, I have to buy this football. And I, I did, I bought the football, and I <sighs> regret it. I, th- I, I, I burned it, I think. I hope you did. I, de- I definitely don't have that football anymore. Well, like on purpose or by accident, I don't have the football anymore. But I regret it. And honestly, my bells, a thing. If you're listening, you owe me the price of a football. And on and I want and I want that guy's name tag. Okay, I want his address. We're gonna kick this out. He's done. He's we're gonna done. go. We're not gonna do anything to him, but we're gonna go and we're gonna have we're gonna knock on his door and we're gonna say, hey man, that was shitty of you. Maybe a strongly who are who are you? Maybe a strongly worded letter with like a couple frowny faces. Who are you checking out kids? And yeah, kicking who them out are of you to check out kids at Models? Uh, and kick out kids at Models. Yeah, That's I a- hate how many times I said Models. It's okay. I'm gonna throw up after this. <laughs> I I need to I need I need dicks to intervene here. Um, I need dicks. <laughs> right now. Are you done? Sporting goods. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want me to talk about something else? Yeah, sure. Um, since you came prepared and I completely didn't do anything for the show at all, so I get. I guess this story's more about me. Um, please, please, you're, but you're the guest. We went to the championship parade for the Philadelphia Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Oh my God, we did. We did. In Best the, day of my life. Honestly, it was. It was. But parts of that day were fantastic. Best day of my life. Best day of his life. Um, it was just best day of my life, and it was all. It was bare, it was like it was like half of a day, 
of Chris's life. It w- it was like the best twelve like, hours unaccounted for. Yeah, so we got on like one of the first trains at like five a.m. I had been drinking leading up to it. We're drinking, and that I tell people one of the coolest parts was the train ride. The train ride, yeah. There were no laws. People, so it like started out, and everyone's like sitting there, like like, can we drink on the train or not? Like no one yeah. had any there was, idea. Like a murmur, like can we? Drink like on murmur. The people started like you, you saw you saw right? people like cracking like beers. Like like I had a beer cracked, and I'm like. Yeah, hiding I, my head I, I under the seat. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like this group of people, they might have been like twenty five, twenty six. They're like, you know what? They can't stop us all, and they pull a fifth of fireball yeah. out of their bag and they started passing it around. And yeah. that's just when all hell broke loose on that train. There were no laws on that. It has to have been a septa. It was I a guess. septa. Yeah, best. Who septa? You're great. Septa can't come on the show. Septa, you can come on the show. Septa has never not gotten me home. They've gotten me home late, but what rush was I in? Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, the, the, so the whole train ride we're drinking, we got like a great spot on the corner, you know, still drinking, and five o'clock in the morning too, mind you. We caught our train at five o'clock in the morning, and the parade didn't start until eleven. Yeah, I woke up. I remember I woke up at like four fifteen, just like brought my shower beer, got quick quick rinse, threw my threw on my. Threw on my midnight greens and I just we just went yeah, and we had a whole squad with us and maybe about forty five minutes into the actual parade, I'm just like hey guys I'm gonna go use the bathroom and the bathroom had become an alleyway that was like right behind oh yeah us. the bathroom was just kind of over there like it wasn't like like a people flight, like there was just, like there was just like one alleyway where people weren't standing and that was just it. It was yeah, the and we were like it smelled like piss when we got here, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like it smells like piss the day before, the day after. Like it's filled. It up still there. smells like piss. Yeah, I actually went back a couple weeks ago. But um, I mean, don't get me wrong, best city on the planet. Oh, greatest city in America. Greatest city, greatest city, greatest city in America. Greatest city. And I went to go use the bathroom, and you tell me. And that was the last we saw of Chris Benson. And I remember too, but before the parade, like. Like you might you might not remember this you might remember this you were really adamant about not blacking out. I, I, was I remember trying. telling you, and I remember like the beer that did it. Like I remember, like like you were like, if I black out and this is prayed, I'm gonna hate myself forever. Like I'm gonna be so pissed. I was like, Chris, like you better slow down. Like you're gonna black out. Like like it's <laughs> it's seven a.m. You haven't had anything that wasn't alcoholic since like seven p.m. yesterday. Like you're gonna black out. I'm not gonna black out. Dude, I, I blacked out. Blacks out. But before he blacked out, though, and I put this on my Instagram. This is also good. Yes. This is also pretty cool. So they, like, the open container, op, like, the rule, like, law, I mean, like, wasn't a thing. It was raised for the day. Of the it break. was. It was. You could, you, they encourage you to get, like, they're like, hey, is that an open beer? Get out of here. Get outside with your open beer, right? Yeah. Like, they're passing around the street. So we were like, well, we have to get a picture of us with our beers. But, like, we wanted a picture of, like, just me and you. Yeah, like I don't even think anyone else. Maybe Colin got in the picture. His head's in like the background, right? But we wanted a picture of us because like we're like the OGs, we're the Broskis. Yeah. Like that's it. Like imagine honestly, if I never had the Broskis. Yeah, like some other friends are not listening to this. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I love everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so we saw a police officer like walking his route, like I, like actively working, like actively being a police officer, and we stopped him like, oh, officer, handsome or whatever. We were like, uh, he we was like, handsome. I do recall him handsome. Remember at all? But we were like, hey, can you get a picture of me and my friend here, like chugging our beers, basically? And he was like, all right, let's do it quick. And he took my phone, and he took and he took a picture of us, just like in yeah. out on the street on his route, 
and the police officer took a picture of it, and like that was like the greatest day, and that was my last memory, and that was the last thing because then yeah because he went missing and he brought his two friends, and they also went missing, but we later just found them in a coffee shop, like just sitting not even far from where we were. Yeah, and uh, good guys Drew and Ty Bree and Ty Bree probably don't listen to the podcast. They're not gonna listen to it, but they could come on. June Tybree, you guys come on. Only together, though. Yeah. Individually, I don't even Americanize them. But they're together. <laughs> if they're together, I would know them. They're big and little in the fraternity, so they it works are, out. Yeah, 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 it does work out. That's adorable, actually. Yeah, right? Probably because of that night. Yeah. But, so, Chris literally gets lost in Philadelphia. And it was so cold that my cell phone had died. Like, everyone's oh, phone. Oh, there was no, there was no, you did, we did talk briefly on the phone. You probably don't remember this at all. And you were trying to explain me where you were. And thank God we had Kate with us who went to Temple. Because you were describing a location, and she's like, oh, I know that location. That's got to be, like, the library or whatever it was. But we we were walking – because we were migrating, too, because we went to – we so we were outside of – what building were we outside of? Town, was Town Hall building? What, what, what were we outside of? Uh, the art museum. No, eventually we were outside the art museum. But we watched the parade somewhere else. But then after everything passed us, we walked to the art museum. And that was when it was, like, Chris's – gone because we were like we're we're moving like we are no longer at the last place he saw us yeah like that like we knew what we were doing in the sense that like we were like well he's not gonna be able to find us but we also were like but we did tell him we were gonna go here yeah i knew what i was getting myself into and but but did you but like (laughs) so chris so i remember just calling him and he would like pick up and mumble or whatever and he like honestly we he was lost in philadelphia for at least six hours and we so we, he walked away. You walked away. He walked away. I'm talking to. But we had to take a subway to get to you. Like we could not. Like we found. We figured out where you were, and we were like, we are not walking. That that that's like that's like it was like three. Miles. It was like three or four miles. Yeah, we we're like we're not walking that. We we're taking a subway to him. So yeah. like we we had to take a subway. We found you, just like outside the temple library. So my phone was dead, and I all I had was my phone. I had a phone charger, and I had five dollars and i was knocking on like doors a bit by the time that i snapped back and everything which i woke up on a park bench so eventually i stopped walking and was like oh a bench i sat down on it and i was like they'll find me and at one point i was like probably further away and i started making my way closer to you guys and then i turned and <laughs> i turned nice and i turned back <laughs> around <laughs> and ended up further away and I'm literally knocking on, like, businesses, like, I got $5, I just need to charge my phone so I can call my friends. They're like, no, get away from here, get away from here. Which is, like, justifiably yeah. so. Like, yeah, at least I was offering them money, you know, but... But maybe don't leave with that. Here's five bucks. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Like, like if, you, if you have to lead with, like, offering the money before you have a chance to say what it is, it probably don't. So, <laughs> I ended up in a Temple University building, and it must have been, like, a residence building. Because, it was a library, I thought. Well, students were swiping in at a front desk. And well, I, that could be their library. Yeah, I don't maybe. I don't know how the security works. works. I don't know how it works. And there was this older gentleman sitting there. And I walk up and I'm just like, I'm not a student. My phone is very dead. I can't find my friends. And he looked at me and he was just like, you looked like you have a really rough he day. He probably like saw himself. That's like you feel yeah, you yeah, or something. Yeah. Like he saw himself in your eyes and he's like, I have also been drunk and lost in the city before. And he pointed to a bench within the building and he was like, there's an outlet over there. He was like, go charge your phone. And I charged my phone and my friends found me. 
But I'm like getting, I'm like getting phone calls from your roommate at the time, my future, my would be roommate, Mark. Yes. He's not there. He well, he's there. He's not with us at all. Like I didn't see him. He's not in our group. He's calling me like, yo, like you gotta call Drew, and because they're looking for, because we left Drew behind too. Drew and um, Tybury, we left them behind too. We were yeah. like, well, they're like Chris's friends, and they're gone too, and like we like they're really good guys. And I hope they get home safe. But like. We gotta go find because like we we're moving like we're moving too. Like they didn't, they, and it turns out they were in some coffee shop two feet away from us the whole time. Yeah, like they hadn't left that spot. They at all. they got cold, went and got a coffee, and and that was leave. it. That was like this. We're gonna sit here. For, that was that was their day. They sat there. That for was a day in six Philadelphia. To seven hours. That was their day in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I remember finding them and thinking like, okay, you guys need to stay here, and they were like, we've been. You, y'all left us, and I'm like, that's okay. I'll, that's fair. I'm gonna give that to you, but uh, so I'm like getting phone calls, like trying to find you, and like, it was just. But I will. The best part about this story, and honestly, this part warms my heart. This part of the story warms my heart, and like, on at, like, everyone else can be mad at you. I can't be mad at you. At some point, in your blacked out rage, yes, you stopped. And you bought me an Eagles championship like pennant. I did. You bought because you bought two. You bought one for yourself. And I remember when I found you, one of the first things you did was hand to me. And you were like, "Hey, I don't know when I bought this, but I know this is for you. Like, I bought this for you." Granted, I never got it because I, I left it I, in his car and, and I ended up losing it. Yeah, but the point is, the thought is what matters. Th- and honestly, no matter what anybody says about that day, I cannot be mad because you at least you bought me an apology gift for running away, <laughs> and which is what you did. I did. You ran away from us after being really <laughs> mad and like saying like I will not black out. I will not miss this and then you're but, gone. But what does somebody truly say before they black out? Oh, you're like, I'm not gonna black out and I was like, Well you shouldn't you curse yourself. You shouldn't have said that. Tell you that right now. And I'm not surprised by the outcomes. And you know what? Any listener who had a problem with that Go birds. Anyone who had a problem with that, you're not on the show. You're not on the show. Okay. This is a pro blackout rage podcast. And that was like almost two years ago. Who has a problem with it now? Now we can look back at it and laugh. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. At the moment, yes. Was it inconvenient? Was it inconsiderate? But you guys got to watch Jason Kelsey's speech while I was asleep on a park true. bench. We did do that. So who truly had the, the day. Word? You we won, won the day. day. We won that day. Be honest. It's like when people try to punish you and it's like... You punish yourself. I punish myself. And we all, I think we all knew that. And the first thing you said too when you found us, which was really, really wow, okay, well, I guess we won't yell at him. You were like, you were like I know, I know... I need to reevaluate my entire life, and we were like, "Let's just cancel out all of our speeches." You guys, like, you guys were all like on the subway, like we're gonna, we're gonna. What's, what's the um, intervention? <laughs> like you literally just like read all of our interventions. Like we're gonna, like we all wrote out our things we're gonna say. Like, Chris, listen, like you're hurting us. Like, like grant though this subway was free, it was kind of inconvenient still. <laughs> like. But you were like, I need to read about myself. You're like, Danny, you're dependent. So that just like clean. That just like we were fine. <laughs> Right away, I went over and I crossed the line. I stood next to you and I was like, "He bought me a pen at you guys. You could fuck all fuck off." Like, yeah, yeah. But, so you know, you haven't seen them since, though. No, nah, some of them. No, nah, I'm kidding. You do. Yeah. We're all still friends. We're, I think. We're, we're all friends. And if that's how you want to end a friendship, because your friend blacked out, and one of those guys moved to Boston, he did. So <laughs> and so, he is a traitor. And Colin Murphy. Colin got, Murphy. We, last time I was on, there was Colin Murphy slander. 
This time we had no Colin Murphy slander, but this is now Colin Murphy slander. Colin went to the. Uh, granted, he still like does not. He still hates the past. Still big Eagles fan, but he lives there now. Yeah, and he's a he, Red Sox fan. He is a Red Sox. Fan. <laughs> he's a Red Sox fan. Puking noises brought to you. And by. he's in. And he's in Florida. Unrelated, but he's in Florida right now. He is in Florida. So he'll come home Saturday. Friday? I don't know. Friday. Friday night. I leave Friday morning. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the that's that's the story. So that was uh that was when Chris was in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That was the Chris Benson episode. The gang find, the gang looks for Chris. It's like the episode where they try to go to the game five of the Phillies World Series and they end up getting locked in the stadium. I'm not sure if you watched the show. I don't watch so, but it does sound exactly like that. It, it I experienced that. But yeah, that's the story. Um I did bring some other things for you. It's not really any topics or anything. It's let's kind of let's little, hear it. A little fun thing. That I love do. that the two guests that I've had on this show have come so prepared. I love it so much. Okay. Be- oh. Oh. Sorry. Do you, do you want to no, finish what you're saying? Please, 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 please stop me. So I decided to write some inspirational quotes. Oh, dear. I'm going to get stumped. Um, he, he, they should be pretty easy. They should be pretty easy. Well, and I'll give you the easy. I'll really give you the easier one first. The first one, it's going to be three quotes. Both of them are going to be three quotes. The first one, two of the quotes are fake, and one of them is a real quote. By fake quotes, I mean that I personally wrote them, and the other one is one that I pulled up on the internet. Okay. And your job is to figure out which one I did not write. Or if you want to figure out which two I did write, it's so you wrote so so each so you're gonna read me three things and one of them's gonna be a real quote like a real life. Well, they're quote. They're, they're different. They're, both both segments are different. Okay, so, so I guess the, first the first bit one. is what was your first the first one. The first one it, I wrote two of these and one of them somebody else wrote. But like a but like an important person wrote. I, like I, my, I found like, him on the internet. So but like a quote be, that you think oh wow like some like some wanker like this, had that this tattooed is, on this themselves. Is, yeah, like, this is public domain. It's either been in a meme or some white girl has it tattooed on themselves. Right or someone has a tattoo on their butt yes yes like a friend of ours which one you didn't know this is this is a heartburn podcast first that a friend of i'm telling you right now raw information that one of our friends has an ass tattoo i know someone with an ass tattoo but it's not one of our friends okay well, okay well how about you just guess which one of our friends has a tattoo is it kieran it's kieran oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he would be the one he, 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 would... he has his life motto written on his butt what I am the dude? No, but that'd be hilarious. He on his butt says, "Find a way to win." Find a way to win. Yeah. My dad told me if I ever went to prison, he would buy me a tattoo, and it would be on each cheek, one word, "Exit Only." Hilarious. And I, your dad has said that to me before, and I think your dad's a very funny man, and I laughed. Mister B, second, you can be on the podcast. Mister Benson, you can be on the podcast. Are you ready for these quotes? I actually tried to get him. It's a big confusion. Email went to you. Yes, yes. But I was trying to get Mark. Yeah, he is. He is Mister B at gmail.com. I am Mister C B. Yeah. So. So very confusing. Okay, so I wrote two of these quotes. One of these quotes was written by somebody else. I'll let you know who wrote this quote at the end. Okay. Three quotes. <clears throat> Do not dwell, just because things may take time. Even cheese began as milk. Okay. Second quote. Okay. I am an early bird and a night owl, so I am wise and I have worms. Okay. Okay. Third quote. The passing of tides may seem like a tedious task, but just as life 
That is the motion of the ocean. Wow. If you need me to repeat anything. I'm them, really confident that you did not write the first one. The do not dwell just because things may take time. See, even okay. cheese began as milk. I feel like you, the first part you could have, that's something you would say. But I feel like the cheese has the milk and the cheese, whatever that was, I feel like I've read that online before. I feel like I've seen that before. Is that your answer? So I'm going to say the first one you, but also like, like who has A as the correct answer for the first thing? You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say you didn't write the first one. I wrote the first one. Wow. Well, that's all the time we got tonight. <laughs> all right. Well, there's still, there's two left. Do you want to see, you know, okay. I wrote the first one. That is not the, that is not the real quote. Okay. I wrote that one. You wrote the first Sarah, one. Sarah, I wrote that one. He didn't get it right. Sarah is his girlfriend and they had a very private phone call right in front of me and it was about this segment. I had to beta test and it. And I'm going to lose I... sleep over it. Okay. So there's two more. Yeah. The, read them again. Uh, read them, read them again. again. The last two. I'm an early bird and a night owl, so I am wise and I have worms. Okay. The second quote, the passing of tides may seem like a tedious task, but just as life, that is the motion of the ocean. You wrote that one. I did. You did not write the worms one. Nope. You know who wrote that? Your cat. Nope. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. It did sound very familiar. Yes. It did sound very familiar. All right. So I'm really embarrassed. I and if Tyler he, ever bothers to listen to this... I'm sure he'll call me on that because I tell him that I'm a big Office fan. I am a big Office fan, and I just haven't watched. It. I haven't rewatched it in a while. It's okay. Um, I have another one. Okay. One more. Try this. This one. Two of them I pulled off the internet. One of them I wrote. I want you to figure out which one I wrote. Okay. <clears throat> Friendship is like peeing on yourself. Everyone can see it but only you get the warm feeling that it brings. Second That's one. Tr- I can confirm that. That's true. Second one. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. You just got to eat them all and cry. I do do that as well. This is really... Uh, I like to report this. I'm in this I'm in this picture. I don't want to be. <laughs> I like to report this. <laughs> Third one. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. I picked three that I felt like really applied to you right here. Yeah, those are all a lot. Those are Bible verses for me. One of those I wrote. One of those you wrote. Okay. I want to say... I kind of like eliminate one. Yeah. Like one that I know you did not write. Okay, well, okay. I feel like... Alright, I need you to read them again, actually. The first two. Friendship is like peeing on yourself. Okay. Everyone can see it. But only you get the warm you feeling. You did not that write that one. I did not write that you one. Did not write that one. Nope. So we're down to two. Down to two. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. Okay. And life is like a box of chocolates. You just got to eat them all and cry. I think you wrote the box chocolates one. Technically, my girlfriend wrote it. Sarah wrote the box chocolate one. And I am so proud because when I beta tested, she said, "Your quotes are too obvious. He's gonna guess them." You need to say something funny, like life is like a box of chocolates. You just got to eat them all and cry. But I could see her saying that. Actually. My segment, I. You, you, you won. Chris you won, won the podcast. Oh, I won. Oh, I won. Well, you won. You won the second round. Oh. You know, you. So you picked okay. that out correctly, but it's it's not so. so I keep you, my show. You, it's you win. I keep the show. I it's, won. it's a win win lose. You win. Oh no, Sarah. Sorry. 
I win because. Oh. But Sarah, you lose. Sarah, well, I'll tell you what. Next week, Sarah, when you come on, you can bash Chris about things. And she has a lot of dirt. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. She could, we could ruin your life. Yeah, a lot of people could ruin my life, but that's why you only hear my voice and not see my face because. Well, I, I put you on Instagram, so uh, at least four people saw it. Yeah, but it, people only know me as and date. Well, they will. They will also know you that. But I put from the last time you were on, I had you. I put your face. Um, I do have some would you rather's as well. If you want to go through those, um, I don't know how good those are. But are you? Do you want to share them? Are you proud of them? I, it was like a five minute, just a little doodle. I mean, if you want to share them, you can. If you don't want to share them, that is okay. You, don't you got to. something else you want to talk about? Or? I did. I had something I was going to bring up, but then we started your segment thing, and I lost it. All right, well, I'll do the would-you-rathers, and if it comes back to you, then we'll do that. Follow-up. Follow-up. My parents stumped me. They, they, I called them out for never listening to the podcast, and it's not really for them, and it's not, you know, I, I cuss, and it's their first time ever hearing me cuss, and maybe not, I don't know. But they listened to the podcast, and so now the big mirror secret's out. Yes, I they was. They know if if you don't know the story about the mirror, it's probably not even worth your time to go back and listen to it. But you should. But it's a good, it's a good story, and they know that Chris now they know Chris broke the mirror. They confronted me on the spot at Danny's college graduation. So it, they didn't even come to East Strasburg to celebrate Danny graduating college. They came to confront me on the mirror. They did. They called. So they told me they weren't going to make my graduation. They're like, yeah, don't even get us tickets. Like, we're not coming. We're yet. just going to watch it online. Right, we're not coming that bullshit. And then the, a podcast airs, and a couple days later they call me, and they were like, get two tickets. We're coming. And I'm like, oh, wow, cool. That's neat. That's nice for you to come. And they're like, no, it's not about you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they hung up. Here was just to come to crash at Chris's house and break, break into his house and confront him over the mirror. It was. I think they billed him. They the mirror doesn't even we threw it out but I think he got billed for it we're currently in arbitration regarding it but um I, can we even I, talk about it I don't even know I, I, it's a little bit of a sensitive <laughs> subject but yes so if you think that people don't listen to this podcast I guess they do at least my parents do Your parents listen to the podcast and they love when I talk about them but they also are like I hope you're not talking about me but I, I know that means they want me to talk about them <laughs> like I talked about when they vacation and they make friends on their vacations. Vacation friend burn. That was, there was heartburn in, my, in the first time I was on, we talked about vacation friend burn. Yeah, they loved that. I think that was the funniest thing that they heard in a long time. We talked about backburn. Backburn? When I got burned and then I burned her. Do I remember this? I should remember this. That I was my, my heartbreak story from the last time. Oh, yeah. And we were like, ah, so you burned her back. And I said, yep. yeah, backburn. 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 I don't know if you said that or not. I, I'm sure you did. I re-listened to it. I took notes from the last time. I had to make sure that we didn't talk about any of the same things again. Yeah, I'm really... You were just so... Oh, you you, you, you talk about your... Talk about you. Talk, what, what are you doing? You're making podcasts. I So last time I was on, yeah, we talked about... This is only Rise here today because he just wanted to plug his own stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am... Probably within the next two weeks from whenever this gets put up. I'll base that off of that time. Um. I will officially be launching my podcast, and I spent a lot of time thinking about a quality name for it, because how do you... Do you have a name for it? Is this I, the big I, reveal? I do. This is the big on-air reveal. This is it, you guys. Um, 
And so I thought, okay, Danny has heartburn the podcast. It's relevant to uh, both the heartburn experiences in his chest and and in my girls heart. shitting like on that. him. Yeah, yeah, literally, actually. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? Um, Anything for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. And so after many months of focus groups and trial and error, I have a name for my podcast, which will be launching, and it's going to be a more of an interview style. Um, I kind of like how we're handling it right now. You know, I want my guests to come very prepared. I want them to have things to talk about. I will not. I will never be on. Yeah, but I'll come with things you to talk about. It, me but on. I will. I will. I will come with things to talk about if you come on. Yeah, listen, you can ask me the hard hitting questions on your show. I'll answer them. Yeah, yeah. Ask me um, on my show. I don't care. So, are you ready for the name of the podcast? I am. And if it's better than mine, you're done. Just kidding. Okay. I hope it's not better than mine. So, um, coming to streaming platforms near you. Look out for the very first episode of the Chris Benson podcast. The Chris Benson podcast. Yes, it's it's edgy, it's fresh, it's factual. It's I it's am not Chris Benson. Yeah, and it is a podcast. And I thought, what proper way to reflect my? What is my brand? It's me. So make sure you look out for the Mark Benson podcast. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mix that up again. Make sure you look out for the Beth Benson podcast. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> I'm going to do board my dog next. Well, not anymore. Make sure you look out for the Chris Benson podcast. It's going to be really good because it's going to be a lot better than this one. Because I saw his equipment and it's a lot better than mine. And I just can tell by his two notebooks that it's just going to be a really good show. Blow mine out of the water. I'll be obviously coming on just to plug this show on his show. And that's the only reason I'm starting a podcast is to advertise Danny's show. It's to become more successful than a show so that I can advertise the show so it becomes more successful than mine. And then we can essentially have a teeter-totter style where we'll blurb the other person's show until it becomes more popular. And then eventually, both shows will be popular. Yeah, and some people will think that we're rivals. And maybe sometimes we'll act that way. But we'll actually be scheming together. You, you know like the left Twix, right Twix thing? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a fake fight. We're going to have a fake fight. Mike and Ike will split up yes. for us. Yes, uh, so take a look out for that if you want to be on the podcast. Just let me know. If you want to be on this podcast, you're booked until 2021. So Yeah, but just let Chris know, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, you, want, you want to do these little questions? or What questions? You're good for the day. You these would you rathers? If you want to. You, it's up to you. It's, that's it's, the third time you mention them, so sure. You know what? Okay. I have three of them. They're very quick, and uh, they're... Did you write Danny D on that notebook three no, times? No, I wrote Vainy D. Vainy D. So I actually noticed an error in the last podcast Ew. when they were plugging Vainy D, V-A-N-E-Y, D, Callan Devaney, his yeah. uh, Twitch name. Here I am making the advertisement. This podcast is brought to you by Vainy D. No, de- it's not, but definitely listen to him. Yeah, yeah. so he spelled it out, Vainy D, V-A-N-E-Y, and Danny was like, oh, yeah, yeah, because the joke is that, like, Vain, V-A-I-N-Y, D. But that's – I think that you meant vein as in, like, veins that would be on your arms or I on I did a, mean that. Which is V-E-I-N-Y. It is that. Is so, it that? Uh, I'm sure it's that. It is. Yeah. So um, I, I did want to point that out. Yeah, big surprise. Yeah. I can't spell. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> have to always walk on your hands? And, and this is, you know, if you can't walk very far on your hands, you got to literally segment it, like, get on your hands and walk as far as you can go. Or – do all daily activities with your feet, it's like as in like eat, use your phone. Like you gotta use your feet. Do I still have the issues in which my feet are partially paralyzed? In this, no, I will give you full functionality of your feet. Well, I miss that. So, 
I might have to go with that one. Oh, well, okay. So walking on your hands. Like, do I have feet? You still have feet, and but I can only walk on my hands. Yeah, and it would be I like vice versa. Though I think you would have to. I'll, I'll give you the ability to. So I have the ability to do these things. Is what I'd yes. rather do. Mm, I want to say, I guess, I guess the feet thing, because that would you just granted me a lot of flexibility. Okay. And you granted me some nerves that I haven't had in a while at work. That's fair. And I don't want to touch dirty bathroom floors. So it's all very fair. There you go. But if you had to do your daily activities with your feet, you'd be walking on those bathroom floors and then feeding yourself with those feet. That's true. I'll wash my feet though, I guess. But whatever. Okay. Feet is the answer. Okay. The next one. Well, are you gonna answer them? Um, sure. <laughs> I didn't really think too much into this. Um, just real quick, just. I would say walk on your hands. I'll, I'll take the opposite route Ooh. just because I'm tall. My Arms are pretty long, so I feel like I could get and around. And then you would well. know you would have something to do with them. Yeah, because I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, to do, do with my hands. Exactly. <laughs> so he's I'm, hit me four times in this in this in this podcast. Yes. Yeah. All right. The next one is: Would you rather have to um, bathe in animal urine, or have to bathe an animal in your own urine? Bathe an animal in my own urine. So you, definitely bathe so an animal you, in my own urine. You would have the cruelty to have to hold this animal in your urine and bathe them with your urine. Yes. That's animal cruelty. Dogs literally eat shit and vomit. I don't think they'll notice. That's fair. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. I'm, again, taking the inverse. Um, I'd be the animal urine. Like, it happens. <laughs> Skunks, skunk spray you, it happens. You know, I just had to go a few days smelling like crap. And I didn't shower today, so, like, yeah. Uh, okay, last one. Um, would you rather only be able to listen to Nickelback or live in a world without any music? So you're saying would I rather live in a world without any music or live in a world without any music? Heyo. Just kidding. Big Nickelback fan. I'll listen to them. Again, I'm taking the inverse. I'm actually not a Nickelback, a big Nickelback fan, but I am a, I do, I don't hate Nickelback. I'm not one of those people that's a big Nickelback hater. I think it's so funny that they've just become this realm of They've like, become a meme. They've become a meme. And it's a shame. But it is what it is. We can't fix it. Yeah, I mean, Rick Astley's still popular, and he's a meme. Yeah, I'll listen to Nickelback forever. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to have a very quiet life. I Look at this phone! No, I don't want to look at that phone. I used again. to come home for a very short while. It was like probably a couple weeks span. I used to come home from school every single day. And the first thing I would do is I'd go on the computer, and I would listen and watch the, the video for Rockstar. And I knew, song. I knew every word. I would sing along in front of my computer. And that's what I did. That was the first thing I did after school when I got home. So I would just go back to my roots and do that again. That's very fair. Well, I'm glad to know that we disagree on every ethical we topic in which I brought disagree up. disagree on everything. We disagree on everything, and that's what makes this interesting. And that's, that's how all good shows Yeah, are. this is a heavily edited podcast because we got into several big fights throughout the recording of this. We did. We both have black eyes from each other. Yes. And... It's just how it is. We love each other at the end of the day. Yeah, kiss your bros. Yeah, dude. If you honestly, if you don't, love, if you don't tell your your homies that you love each other before you hang up, you're not homies. Like yeah. if you if you're not grabbing your homies' ass when you hug, what, why even have homies for? Dude, what, like why else are you working out your ass? That's not for real. And this explains, which is a line from the last podcast, why our parents were calling each other in high school and saying, "Hey, you're not <laughs> engaged, are they?" <laughs> <laughs> 
that's yeah. all. That's all I brought prepared. Not, not that that's a, not like an issue, but like they just wanted to know. They just wanted to know. They just wanted to know. Curiosity killed the cat, and this is a cat-friendly podcast. It's a cat-friendly podcast. So, um, I had a lot I wanted to say. I don't remember any of it. I don't. I, I wasted all the time, didn't I? No, we didn't. It was very selfish of me. The, the 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 problem is we people are gonna listen to this episode and they are gonna be like wow that's gonna be X amount of time they'll never get back because they don't like this show no but one likes this you can listen to it in faster speed you can listen to it faster in faster speed won't make it worse I guess won't make it better but whatever we're here yeah I just like talk I just like just posting things online and this is like a thing I can post online absolutely I like have my name on things. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, yesterday was a big day for me because yesterday was National Left-Handers Day. Hey, congratulations! Thank you very much. I got no gifts, so Mrs. Wong, the Mrs. Coolest. Wong, I've I've mentioned this story before. Mrs. Wong has once taken points off of a sewing grade of mine uh, for being left-handed, and I wanted to reach out to her, but there's a rumor that she that she died. Can yeah. you confirm it? I I heard that rumor as well. I I don't think she's with us any longer. God rest her soul. Let's take a moment of awkward silence for Mrs. Wong. <laughs> no, it's but I reposted that story on Snapchat. Not really thinking anything of it, but a lot of people were like, "You should report this person." And I'm like, "It's not. It was seventh grade. I graduated college. I'm done." Like, yeah, it's over. It didn't it matter. But like a lot of people were like, "This is wrong." But and I'm you like, see, no, it's no. wrong. <laughs> get it but you see that's the problem with people now is that our our society like we were just like you want to give me a bad grade okay whatever i'll roll in stride it's fcs in seventh grade like this is going to affect me in any sort of way i remember what i was going to talk about huh. not as i mean it's, i don't i don't i don't want to talk politics in in on this show or anything okay but did you see on espn the other show the big usa comeback against Canada in dodgeball. I saw some clips, but I didn't really see a I lot of it. I tweeted about it. The Team USA had a big comeback in dodgeball, and I thought, and I was moved by this. I was I was inspired by this. Do you, if it comes out of gym class, do we lose that? Like, that's the problem, is that, like, those were some of the best days in gym class. It was the best. I like, I, and I can confirm that I was a targeted kid. Because I was a big target, yeah, and I was nailed all the time, and I loved playing dodgeball. One of my single greatest athletic feats came during dodgeball. You remember in uh, gym class, it was the thing that if you shot the ball because it was you played on a basketball court, and if you threw the ball into the basket, your whole team your whole team's back in. So I was the last person <laughs> on my side, and. I like everyone's just like shoot for the basket. Shoot for the basket. And I threw the ball towards the basket. Seconds after it comes out of my hands, I get nailed with a couple of balls. What? I'm sitting on the ground. And it's like slow motion, and the ball goes in the basket, and everyone <laughs> comes running back on. They're like lifting me up. They're like, let's go, and we won that round. That's amazing. And that's what prevented me from getting shoved in a locker that day. And people want to <laughs> take this away. People want to take that away from people gym class. Away. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Let's do. Let's have. What if we meet in the middle? Let's have an opt out. Yeah. You if you don't want to play, you should not be required to play dodgeball in gym you, class. You can. You can go play hopscotch outside. You should go play hopscotch outside. You can uh, skip stones or hula hoop or 
something else. I think everyone has a really good athletic story that came out of gym class, and I think that that's gonna be gone. Yeah, I I, I was a gym class hero. I was a gym class hero. I was definitely a tryhard. Gym class heroes can come on this podcast. Take a look at my girlfriend. Girlfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he wanted that to happen. Chris wanted that to happen. Yeah, well, well, you're almost supposed to tell her that I told you before. I'm... Oh, shoot. We'll cut that out. All right. Cutting out, cutting out. You know what? We're leaving it. All right. We're All right. Anything else? She's not listening. No. It doesn't matter. No. But also, I will say that it, it did happen, though. Before we before we recorded it, did it not happen? Yes, it did happen. Maybe I don't remember. Was there anything else? I'm so prepared for these things. I won't make it in the podcasting business, I think. I think you will. I think I won't. I think I will if I make it outside of podcasting first. People are like, let's see what he has to say online. <laughs> like, I think, like... Like, that's how I'll make it. Like, I'll make it doing other things. Like, maybe, like, I'll download TikTok and try that route. Should I do that? I, I would not, but if you really want to... Uh, I, listen, I think me and Callum have been brainstorming some good TikTok ideas, and I think they could, they could come to fruition. And also, people, like, just absolute garbage on that website. I know. That's, people... that's why I think I might have a negative connotation towards it. So, like, like it's the type of thing where I'm, I'm very outwardly, like... Tweet what you want. It doesn't matter if no one likes it, but then I'll see someone who tweets like 10 times a day and gets no likes and no favorites. I'm like, dude, no one's listening. Why are you still talking? Me. At me, I think. Well, I like your tweets. You do like my tweets, actually. So, uh, you know, You're one of my biggest fans, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I guess I'm hypocritical from that end because I'm like, yo, just because nobody's listening doesn't mean you shouldn't say it. And I'm just like, why do you have so many opinions no one cares what the fuck you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. So, Chris Benson, known hypocrite. Yeah. But follow you know, him on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. He I, does not tweet ten times a day. No, and I do throw your tweets likes when I see them. I, I, I try. I try. Sometimes I, I come up with some good things. Sometimes I come up with some garbage. Um, yeah, you know it is what it is. I have put out tweets that figured out really well, and I put out tweets that I think I should delete, which I don't. I don't ever. The only time I ever really tweets is when there's grammatical errors. Yes. And if it's no likes, I stick with it. It's like it is what it is. I gotta stand by it. I noticed grammatical errors in some of your tweets. I was actually gonna apply to. I am the to, uh, worst. I am the. I have so many typos and grammar. I am the worst. I'll I'll proofread your tweets. It's funny too because a lot of people will call me on these things, but a lot of people who like will, like in college would call me, and it's like we got into the same schools. Me and you, <laughs> like doesn't matter. Like we go to the same school. Equal like point we both field. got in. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you're calling me an idiot, but like they looked at me, they looked at you, they thought they're the same thing, and both go. And anybody who came like a year or two after us didn't even need SAT they didn't scores. Even need SAT scores. Like that's like the joke that I'm like it's ridiculous. It um, is unnamed college located in East Strasburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. Like formerly known as no, I'm gonna say that. No, it's, it's, you know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think I think one of your problems is you just accept so many students. And you're like, oh, why do we only have a sixty percent graduation rate? I haven't gotten a diploma yet. I haven't. I, I graduated I gra- in May, and a lot of people. You graduated like eight years ago. I graduated in May of 2018, and I, I still don't have a diploma. And it's I I emailed them. I'm about to tweet at them. Tweet at them. I they will. only respond to your tweets. They don't respond to your emails. Dude, they 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 made me like low key like community viral. Yeah. Like, I had something with, like, 100, almost 200 likes, I think. Wow. Because they acknowledged the tweet. So, anything else? Should we wrap this up? All you. This has been Harper in the Podcast. If you made it this far, thank you so much. I wish I could compensate you in some way. Maybe someday I'll be able to do that. But keep it up. Keep listening. We, re- I really appreciate it. 
Tyler, I hope to come, to have back. There's, nothing, there's no issue there. We're still partners in this. It's just location. He's far away now, and he's doing his own thing, and we still communicate, and I, we still, do, you know, we're, we're still partners in this. I hope to have him back soon. Um, follow me at Danny DeVeggia on Twitter at Eat Your Veggie. We'll get to you. Follow at Eat Your Veggies eighteen on Instagram. Follow at Heartburn Cast on Twitter. At Heartburn Podcast on Instagram. I don't know. We should do better at this. <laughs> uh, follow, subscribe, all the things. And while you're at it, the Chris Benson podcast. Keep an eye out for that. It's going to be really good because he's. I am the worst part of our podcast that we've done together. So <laughs> his thing is going to be really good, better than mine. No. And follow. Um, last time I gave the wrong Twitter. Follow Benson1796 on Twitter. See Benson320 on Instagram. On ins- that's I can do that. I've said that with your Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I had to look so it up. So many people follow the wrong person. I'm currently holding my phone looking it up as we <laughs> speak. So uh, don't quote me, but people, if there's things that you want him to talk about, slide in his DMs. If you think he's cute, slide in his DMs. If you like the show, share it. If you hate the show, share it. If you hate the show, share it. Any people, if you hate the show and you hate someone else, tell them to listen because they're not going to get that time back. Yeah. And you've won that day. You've won that hour plus. If there's things that you liked, let them know. If there's things that you didn't like, let them know. How are we, how is he supposed to get better if he doesn't get told? You. I'm critiquing you as soon as this episode is over. Rip me apart. Dissect the show. Rip it apart. I will do a whole 360. No, that would be the same direction. I will do a whole 180. With this show, if I will give people what they want, my opinions can be bought. Okay, so if, listen, you want me to agree? Slide me a tenner. You know what I mean, Kieran. So, let him know what you like and don't like. Kieran won't listen to this. No, he won't get this far. Kieran will not listen to the show, which is fine. He doesn't have to. This is the Easter egg, Kieran. If you make it this far, and you text me, I will, I will send you five dollars. He will send you, Kieran. Kieran, you have. Is there a word that we should have him say? Um, if you text me the word backburn there you go kieran 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 cottrell only not any other kieran (laughs) i will venmo you five dollars there you have it and the joke does he have venmo i don't know maybe he does i don't know if not i'll mail him a check for five dollars all right well i will put you all at ease now because i want to sign off for good harper in the podcast thanks for listening please Keep doing it. It it keeps me off the streets.